roll it. Someone used Excel to create some amazing pixel art. Can anything good come out of Publisher? If you're a smaller church, you're not attracting the design mavens who are going to see your, in your in-house bulletin and judge you because you used Helvetica. Are we not supposed to use Helvetica now? Crap. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome, with your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. But first, a quick word from this week's sponsor. Do you like to laugh? Of course you do, because you're listening to this podcast, right? We have some laughs for you. <laughs> you find those laughs at Church Memes. That's churchmem.es. Church Memes is um, a heretofore um, defunct website that we ran in the year 2015 and has now been resurrected um, to provide you with the holy laughter that you so richly deserve. So be blessed and to be uproarious. Thank you, Phil. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye along here with Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider. Earlier this week, um, I was on a Facebook group and somebody piped up and they were like, Hey, um, Church Secretary uses Microsoft Publisher. I'm on a Mac. Is there something that we could that would have we could switch to that we both could use? Blah, 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 blah. And I was I was a little bit dumbfounded in the responses. It was person after person saying InDesign, InDesign, InDesign. Now, if you don't know what InDesign is, that's part of the Adobe Creative Cloud with with Photoshop and other professional tools, Audition, which we're using to record this podcast now. It's a great suite, and if you if you have the if you have the chops, so to speak, to use these apps and programs, they are magnificent. They're wonderful. I've I've done templates in InDesign. I've done books published in InDesign. I've done lots of different things, and it is a very powerful program, and I feel like I've really just scratched the surface. I'm I'm an amateur with it, uh, certainly no pro, and every time I've, I've done projects, I find myself in Google looking for how to do something really specific because it is a very powerful tool. But I was just shocked because here we're talking about church secretary, and we're talking about some cross-platform kind of stuff, and while InDesign can go cross-platform... I'm thinking about church budgets, and I was just, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Are we not listening to the question being asked? Um, Interestingly enough, uh, John Wilkerson, I don't know if he saw me in that church Facebook group or not, um, but he tweeted to Church Mag and said, can anything good come out of publisher? That was John Wilkerson's question. Hashtag CMAGcast. I chuckled to myself. Someone replied to him on Twitter and said, no, like, you know, nothing good can come out of publisher but gosh i i disagree i don't know um it seems like it's a lot more about the person using the tool like the the art and the skill doesn't come from the tool it comes from the person that that has it in their hands um but yeah interesting question you know can anything good come out of publisher or these quote-unquote less than applications that's not made by adobe it's not photoshop it's not indesign it's not um illustrator you know it's not audio edition can you make great things from these apps um yeah it's fine and i think the answer is yes that's, that's a short podcast all right we're done we're done here guys. the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> Right, right. Well, right. Hey, let's play this. Okay, it, it's all about your expectations. Like, what is good? You know, like if you're if you're currently just you know typewriting your your announcements and then running them off on a mimeograph, then yeah, publishers a step up. Is is what I want to? Would I hire a client? Would I take on a client uh, to 
produce a publication for them and do, do it in publisher? No, I will certainly right. wouldn't. If, if the person in but, your church is volunteering to do these things, if they are, if they're versed in the graphic arts and they're into printing and they're into design, then clearly that isn't going to be a tool for them. But if it is a sweet older woman who, I don't know why I picked that. I hope I didn't offend anybody for this being my example. If, if, you know, she's just kind of bare bones needs to you know keep it simple you know we, we we have we have the announcement information here and we put a photo or a clip art here and and that's your jam that's that's the bandwidth of your church financially uh manpower wise etc then by all means then that's that's what you should use right absolutely i mean um like we at my church we've got i mean i'm I'm technically savvy. My mm-hmm. pastor technically mm-hmm. savvy. Um, we have some very good people with the graphics, and we use Pages. Right, right. You know, it comes free with Macs. We use Pages. It's the Mac version of Publisher. It's mm-hmm. better than Publisher because Mac's better than Publisher. I thought Pages was the uh, Mac version of Word. No, pay, pay, uh, well, yes, it is, but it also does Publisher too. It does everything. It's Publisher mm-hmm. and Word combined. I never did that part when I had Pages. Um, that mm-hmm. that's that's how good it is. So it's, <laughs> it does both, but like. It's. I think it's a better tool than publisher in general. The publisher um, isn't a great tool in general, but it does do competent work. I use publisher for years to produce uh, work um, for my students at school, and it like I would never win any design awards with it, but it, it, it did the job and did it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I recall many many years ago. I won't say how many, um, and I used publisher to create labels. Um, they had they, they sold some products and they needed labels and so we had publisher and every label I had made in publisher right I'd create a design and then replicate it and then it would print multiple off at once uh, for the you know peel back and we use that for our labels and it worked great for what I needed it to like I had a, I had a template and I would drop in the information and the right colors and blah 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 boom and I was finished now when it came to the magazine that they published and they published it in house I did not use. I did not use Publisher because it, right. it, it wasn't the right tool. It wasn't strong enough, right? But at the same time, in this particular example, um, that's not what they're doing. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Blessing, who is one of the uh, senior uh, Church Mag staff writers, talked about that with, with Alpha. He works with Alpha over in South Africa. And Alpha, they use um, – they create PowerPoint file, files so churches and under-skilled offices could easily edit some of their materials. Right. So here you have PowerPoint files. Yeah. Right. To print off. Like you would never you would never think to do that. Why would you do that? No, we need to use this this A plus powerful app. No, they use something that was used like they, they, they made some assumptions like they're probably going to have PowerPoint for lyrics or whatever or sermons or whatever. So of all the apps that they could possibly have access to, they're going to have PowerPoint and it's easy to use. It doesn't require the most modern Windows machine. More than likely they're using a Windows machine. So that's what they picked. So let me push back on this. I will say I actually I know, right? Shock here, here it comes. Here it comes. I will say that I, I am actually on your guys' end of things and I'll well, and I think it's actually really important. It has a lot to do as far as with church mag. But that being said, let me say that in general, um, isn't our general expectation that we should be doing, giving the best product we possibly can. We should always be pushing for the best that we can do. I mean, we talk about this with blogging. We talk about this with video editing. We should be doing our very best with what we're capable of. And 
the industry standard is InDesign. I've worked in facilities that are um, theaters that are um, actually designed to print and publish in newspapers and flyers and posters all around. This was at a college, so they were printing off um, 10 foot um, 10 foot size posters to advertise the performances that would be going on in a theater. And they only used in design because that was the industry standard because of how you can use it, how you can manipulate it, how it goes to print, all these things was really important. And so what you put on the page, what went into magazines, all those things are used via InDesign. If you go to any major publication, that's what they use. And so if we're actually trying to mimic, if we're trying to do the best that we possibly can, especially with church communications, reflecting what the actual industry is doing, wouldn't we want to do that ourselves? Absolutely. Well, okay, absolutely. But the industry has the money to purchase those programs. Most I have in design. Most are, yeah, but, but Jeremy, hold on. But that's, that's your bread and butter, though. That's part of what you do. Yeah, but here's the thing is that this particular situation, we're talking about a church printing off on their own printer. Right off their own printing machine and maybe they have a paper cutter to slice them in half or maybe they have a paper folder and it folds them so we're not talking about sending it off to the printers quote unquote that that that's to me is a different animal this is where i feel like we get too much caught up in you know what's the cool tool and the, the point of the matter is is that if you're not good at design then it doesn't matter if you have InDesign or Publisher or Pages or anything else. You're still going to distort that image. And every time I look at it, it's going to bug me because their head looks squishy. What? You know, where, you know, where people take a photo or a graphic and they like, they, this needs to be wider and they pull it wide. And then it looks, it takes what should be a normal tree. It suddenly looks like a short bush and it's clearly distorted. I should have said distorted. Just my, my point is, is that people don't... That, People use these apps and they don't actually know what good design is. And I have seen people, it, I mean, I look at it and I think, you know, whether using InDesign or Publisher or Pages or anything else, it doesn't matter what application you're using. If 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 you don't see that you've distorted the image, Agreed. I mean, it doesn't matter what tool you and, use. I think that being said, wouldn't you still want to push to use InDesign for them to then learn how to use it, especially if, I mean, churches a lot of times put stuff in newspapers and magazines that um, they want to have. They have a lot of um, things that they publish for the church. Usually, usually, and uh, as someone who's done press stuff for their church, usually when you do that, you're submitting a free press release that has no design element to it at all. You're just sending text to the p- paper, hoping they run your story. If you're putting an ad in, you're paying. You're paying the money. You're probably going to put it more effort into the ad yeah. anyway. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the thing is is I think that like you have said before, Jeremy, you know. We need to ask more questions when we ask for advice because you're right. It's all, you know, the industry standards and, and, and doing things right. You know, I'm totally on board with that. At the same time, depending on who's using this application, if I sit them in front of here, – here's a good example. Here's a good example. Um, I, I'm working with a client. The client was given uh, – they, they had their website delivered to them. And in the website, in the design, they had specific images with texts and that design and layout that went, matched the website – needed to be created, every element needed to be created in Photoshop. So they gave the organization four PSD files and said, here they are. When you when you create a new page, right, to, to, to continue with the look and feel of the site, you put your photo here and you put your text here, and it's a real easy template. Here you go. Well, here's the thing, is that, that the task that this was given to, the person this was given to, she has, she has Photoshop, but 
she feels entirely too lost. She's not understanding how the, how you get how you get you know a wide image in a tall box and have it look right. And she's not she, the text isn't. She's like the text. There's more text than was there before, and it's not fitting. How do I make it smaller without squishing it so it can be readable? Like we're talking bare bones. You're given a template, and 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 there's such a, a stark learning curve. And so I think that 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 is another one of those details that has to be kept in mind. Who's using this? What are they using it for? And that needs to be the approach taken because the truth of the matter is is that tools like canva right which are simple and straightforward right you can get great great results it's like a lot of the apple apps they're straightforward and they're easy and you get some great looking stuff that's that's why they're kind of known for that right because it comes with some great powerful free programs and it just looks good um and so again it isn't because you're using some high-end professional thing Right. I mean, okay, well, guys, let's, let's let's back up and simplify this whole thing. Okay. All right. So, so my church, my my church is a, a medium sized church. Okay. For our area, we're a larger church, but just we're, we're big scope. We are a medium sized church. We have a large um, tractor or a large lawnmower slash medium sized tractor. Okay. We're cutting our grass. We've got a large. We've got a large bit of grass. Okay. We have the money to buy that machine. We have the money to maintain that machine. And we have the people, um, the, the, the human resources to use that machine. There's no reason for a church, okay, smaller than us, without with a smaller yard than us, to buy a machine of that size. They can't afford it. They can't maintain it. And they don't have the people to use it. So why would they do that? They should buy a smaller lawnmower or, you know, pay a reasonably priced service to do it. Okay. If you're a smaller church, you need to buy a big tool. Because honestly, if you're a smaller church, you're not you're not attracting you're probably not attracting the design mavens who are going to see your in your in house bulletin and judge you because you used Helvetica. Are we not supposed to use Helvetica now? Crap. I mean, I'm work, I'm writing a post. I'm because because of, of the baby and other and other projects I'm doing. I'm really slow on writing past infinity weeks. Um, but that's what it feels like. But I'm writing a post and I, I'm. Long story short, my question in the end is going to be, what does all this stuff matter? Mm-hmm. You know, like we can be we, we can be as flashy as we want to be. And I don't think most people on the outside of the church really care that much about flash. Like the person who's, whose family is imploding due to drugs or divorce or infidelity, they don't care that your bulletin is, is sexy as all get out. You know, <laughs> they want to go, they're going to go to the church with a per, where, um, they're going to feel love. They're going to go to a place where, like, like their friends, their friends who they love, they know are genuine, have invited them before. That's going to matter way more than your design elements. Uh-huh. So, like, I get the I get the pushback on publisher. I do. I've used it and I liked it for a time, and then it got really annoying. Um, and I've, I've used InDesign, and it, it's good for what it does. But honestly, I would I would rather design um, everything I do in, in pages. And then do it in design. Pages is far more intuitive. It's simpler, and there's nothing I do where the like the the mar, like the um, margins of professionalism are so so tight. I have to have it in design. I think that gets a little bit away from the idea, though, that it's the tool is the tool, and it re- doesn't matter. Yes, you are correct in the sense that for you, that's great, but we have to realize that um, we are only as good as the tool. So if you decide to go 
with publisher if you decide to go with microsoft paints there's going to be limitations with that oh absolutely um, but, but, I, so, but yeah I, I think that's a, i think that's an interesting point that you brought up uh phil how you said it was it was good for a time yeah right and then the learning curve, you know, came with it. But your ROI was on it because you don't, you don't. This, the money you spend for publisher is not that which you pay for InDesign. Yeah, exactly. And and, and two, um, and but at the same time, I didn't even upgrade to InDesign. I made a lateral move to Pages. But at the same making- time, but at the same time, I will say that I think it's also important to realize that when we um, look at this, that the tools itself are many times not what's actually the limitation in this process. It's our creativity. Mm, yes, yes. Um, I've seen a couple of different Reddit posts where someone used Excel to create some amazing pixel art. Was Excel designed for pixel art? Absolutely not. Who in their right mind would ever do such a stupid thing? And this guy with his free time made this amazing thing. I've seen Excel be used to make a video game. How in the world did they make a video game, but they did it. And so this idea of ingenuity and creativity um, far surpasses anything I could actually right. do. With which which like is that. interesting so because isn't, doesn't the quote say that creativity is birthed through limitation? As I, I wrote a post on that, actually, and it's absolutely true. There you go. You're on fire, Phil. I am. So ultimately, ultimately, I think that if you were the most creative person and you were working in this industry, you probably need to consider looking at InDesign, especially if you're getting paid a lot of money to do this. Yeah. But if your job is not specifically in that and you don't have the resources to pull it off, then maybe that's way too much. And and here's where the pushback stops is because Churchmag is actually using, I mean, we have a whole thing with Churchmag Press, right? We, um, create a whole bunch of PDFs. People want to go and look at our church tech devotional or how to use social media or Phil's idea of Dr. Who um, book that he wrote. We did all that in word, the design, except for the cover. The only difference is the cover itself was done in Photoshop. Everything else was done in word from the design and the fonts, everything. Normally you would say that probably should be done in InDesign well, as well. Some, yeah. Some of them were done in screen. Some of them were done in Scrivener, and we considered InDesign, but we knew that um, delivery of the media was uh, mm-hmm. the delivery of the content was more important. Well, and, and guys, let's let's put it like this: like you made a perfect statement, Jeremy. If you're in this industry, you know, and um, most people doing most people doing bulletins in the mm-hmm. church are the church secretary. Agreed. And actually, my wife and I are having this conversation. We were having this conversation just just this afternoon because she used to be a church secretary, and she said somebody asked me what my job was at the church, and what should I say? I'm like, well, your title was secretary. She's like, yeah, but that, when you hear that, you think I'm answering phones and taking messages, but I did a lot more than that, and like because all, almost all church secretaries do. Very few church secretaries, at least in the um, majority of churches, and obviously middle middle of smaller scale churches, the secretary um, both answers phones and takes messages, and also is you know you know does a newsletter, sometimes does the website too, and does all this extra extra design stuff. Generally, without any training or skills or any background in that area, it's a thing that it's an other task that gets thrown at them. Um, right now, my church does the newsletter is done by the secretary. Now, my pastor and I help have, have redesigned it a few times and given her templates to work with, but she's in charge of, of editing it and maintaining yeah, it. Yeah, you know that that's the thing is that one reason why some people oh a publisher ugh it's awful it's because you have like Phil has you've grown past it and you feel the limitations. It's like if I try to edit audio in 
a different program than what I use, I would become frustrated because I would, I would say, why can't I do this thing that I normally do? Right. Why can't I do that thing that I normally do really easy? Why do you have to take all these steps? What normally I do this other particular way, right? Because, right. Because that's the tools. Those are the tools that I'm accustomed to. Um, so again, we find ourselves kind of back at the starting point again, where we need to ask more questions. So a better question would be like, you know, what's your skill level? Do you feel, do you feel like you're using publisher? Do you feel encumbered by publisher? Do you feel like you want to kind of grow past that? Then maybe in design is the thing for you. Do you want to study up on it? Do you want to learn about it? Then by all means, then this is, this is probably what, this is the direction you probably want to go in. Um, so again, when it comes to giving advice, I think to Jeremy's, what, I don't know how many podcasts ago we talked about it, of asking more questions. Um, and the concept of being superior and acting like, um, acting like Photoshop is going to give you so much better of a result than Pixelmator, or that, um, that InDesign is going to give you so much better results than Pages. Agreed. It's just not true. And I think that that was the first failure was they asked for, they asked a simple question but a simple question is almost never going to expect a simple result. It's going to expect several questions to clarify the point. It's like, Hey, what should I get an iPhone or an Android phone? Let me hear your comments down below. And then all fights ensue. People say things that they're going to regret for the rest of their life. And then in the end, they haven't actually answered the question for the person because the person themselves don't actually know what they're necessarily asking and people aren't asking for that clarification. They're only giving their response from their own personal standpoint, their own personal context. Well, that's all you can do to a certain extent with the question, but it's, it's the attitude you have when you do that. So let me give an example. So tonight, somebody, so like my, uh, I'm in Illinois and today's our, is our, our primary. Okay. And so there's a, there's a vote going on. Right. And somebody on my Facebook feed posted this today's election day, which really isn't primary day, whatever. Uh, I know about the candidates, but not the issues that will be on the ballot. Does anyone have any info about the issues up here on Madison County, Illinois ballot? And I replied, I replied this. There's a lot to be said for and against the sales tax. Here's some pro stuff. I'm actually for the sales tax that's going to go to fund fund schools. And I post, I, I sent him an image explaining the sales tax. And that's all I've said. Did to argue for it? I said, here, I, said, I was very clear. Here's some pro stuff because I'm pro, I'm pro sales tax and left, left it at that. Let him ask me follow-up questions. And that's how we should handle things. Very simply, here's my experience. Offer my experience. Don't offer my conjecture or my assumptions. Just here's what here's what I know for me, and and provide that. Yep, I hundred percent agree. Send us an email. Subscribe and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 